it's almost a year. Choice was February 1 last year. That's over a year now. Hallelujah. And it's still like yesterday. At least I can still remember falling down somewhere. And they carried me crying. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay, so let's just take the confession together. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I believe what it says about me. Today, my spirit is receptive and my heart is prepared to be blessed from it. We need our growing grace and in the knowledge of the Son of God. And I'll continue to live in abundance to the full it overflows. Glory to God. Let's pray together for the Lord as we have our seats at God's prayer. Amen. I think I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to be here today. Thank God it's Thanksgiving service. And David said, my heart is indicting a good matter. And my tongue is like the pen of a ready writer. I think I'm feeling the same way today. I, I can't express it. And um, I don't know. You know. People have been dancing around, finished exams and everything. I still don't know how I feel anyway. <laughs> Amen. It's, it's quite unexplainable. But um, I, I think I, I have a glimpse into why it's like that. And maybe that's uh, one of the things we'll be talking about today. I remember the first semester Thanksgiving service was on Easter Sunday. And um, the title of the message then was Secrets About the Cross. Amen. It's, it doesn't sound like something that has to do with Thanksgiving. Well, you know this one, thank God, um, it sounds like Thanksgiving. Amen. Because I was, I was actually not planning to preach. I thought I'd preach my last message two weeks ago. Toilet ministry too. And... Um, where there was um, thank God I'm here, hallelujah and the title of the message is thank God I'm pregnant hallelujah amen, if you are pregnant in the house put your hands together for the Lord are you sure? yeah glory to God okay um, I know many of you just clapped <laughs> okay maybe I will maybe I will start from I want to know if you actually know what you are doing <laughs> Amen. Amen. The message is going to be short, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. And Becky, I think you're one of those that she's frowning. Uh, now you are smiling. You can't you can't stand where I'm from. You will laugh. <laughs> Amen. So you are pregnant, are you? I said yes. <laughs> so pregnant with what? With baby. <laughs> Who's baby? Your baby. Who made you pregnant? Jesus. Is she another Mary? Hallelujah. Okay, Pastor T. I know he's very happy. You know, it's not easy to be a graduate. We are together. You are pregnant, Ali. It depends. <laughs> well, um, I'm pregnant now because I'm going outside to you know, deliver, to show, to uh, explode. Amen. Like that, it's going out to, to show hallelujah. The Bible says, Let your light so shine that men may see for them to see you are showing. So that we want to go and explode hallelujah. Hey, glory, it is deep. Ramallah, you are happy today. You've danced and everything. Yes, um, are you pregnant? You are pregnant yeah, with what? If you do hear, she says she has a destiny inside of her that is about to show forth. Hallelujah. 
And you ask someone, um, one of the escorts, you know, when we escorts we say we are pregnant, most times they bath them. We want to give birth to you. Yeah, I want to give birth to the next president. <laughs> like, are you pregnant? She said she's in labor, Papa. <laughs> so, what, <laughs> who made you pregnant? And what do you want to give birth to? A lot of things. A lot of wonderful things. So, who made you pregnant? God. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go to first John chapter three. First John chapter three. And I was just um, trusting God. Uh, what are we thanking God for? And I heard so strongly in my spirit, thank God you people are pregnant. And um, I was like, Wow, pregnant? Yes, I'm pregnant actually. In many ways. Pregnant. I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. I think I'm not in the mood. Hallelujah. I was not in the mood before when I'm in the mood. First John chapter three verse nine. In the King James, it says, um, Are we there? Oh. If you are not yet there, say, Wait for me. Wait for me. Uh -uh. What's John now? Okay, start opening your Bible from the back. You get there faster. Sincerely. Are we there? Yes. If we are still waiting for you, say yes. Uh, okay, I think we can go. It's just one person. Amen. Okay, First John chapter 3, verse 9. I believe everybody should be there. Okay, it says, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin for his seed remaineth in him and he cannot sin because he is born of God and first John 3 9 in Amplified Bible says no one born or begotten of God deliberately knowingly and habitually practices sin why? for God's nature abides in him now, when I was going to talk about what it means by God's nature, the same thing that KJ called his seed. It opened the parenthesis and he said, God's principle of life, the divine sperm, remains permanently within him. Then he said he cannot practice sinning because he's born and begotten of God. It's good to know that um, many of you are pregnant. I think I'm pregnant too. Hallelujah. And the only reason, of course, because there can, before there can be pregnancy, there must have been two people coming together. Hallelujah. And somebody dropping something in another person. Amen. Amen. And when those two things come together, there's what in biology is called fertilization. And once fertilization has occurred, then um, the baby begins to develop through a period called the um, gestation period. Am I right? Secondary school biology. I think everybody should pass biology before coming to university even if you are not doing any biology related course amen so those ones are still not um, too medically oriented and of course on that final day you deliver amen and now this verse is telling us that uh, there is something that we carry you know the mystery about this kind of uh, being pregnant and giving birth actually when it comes to kingdom terms the difference is not so it's just in the in the fact that one okay of course in the physical world one man meets one woman and then they give birth to a child amen talking in salvation terms now god met you hallelujah what if that was god's blessings <laughs> hallelujah amen it is well okay now are we together yeah now God meets with you. He came into communion with you. He knows you. And he dropped that seed in you. 
And now you are giving birth to yourself. You know, but that verse says, He that is born of God, talking about you and I, does not sin. When you say you are born again, who gave birth to you again? You gave birth to yourself again. It's only that it was God that was the person that dropped something in you, the divine spam. And you, you released something. It's called faith. You just believed. That was what you released. And he added that seed to your belief. And that was what gave birth to the world knew you. The Bible talked of in 2 Corinthians 5.17 as whole things being passed away and all things becoming new. So you are just new. You just renewed yourself as it were. Praise the Lord. But this is why thanking God that we are pregnant today is, of course, that's one of the chief reasons. Because you are saved. And because I am saved. Because we have a stake in the kingdom. Because we have a say in the family of our God. Because we know that they, you know, there are lots of things that have asked by virtue of them being in God's family. But another dimension to it is the fact that the you know, Bible says that dust we have and we shall return back to dust. Okay, let's let's just explore that word seed in First John 3, 9. Now the dust where we are going. Whosoever is born of God does not sin or commit sin for his seed remains in him. If you want to write, I think it will be good. The meaning of the word seed or the Greek word for seed as used in that verse is the word sperma. Sperm and a sperma. So you can know that actually has a lot to do with them. Spam. Amen. And um, the meaning is just um, basically in two folds. It could either mean seed in the literal sense of seed that you plant into the ground and will yield and, and increase you know, to become a fruit, I mean a tree with fruits and everything like that. And metaphorically it could also mean when they say a seed, I mean like a remnant generation, a people, a few survivors in a place. But the second meaning is the biological meaning. It means semen, viral semen. And um, the metaphorical meaning from that is um, the divine energy of the Holy Spirit that is operating within the soul by which we are regenerated. You remember when Bible was um, talking about the angel that went to visit Mary? He said that the spirit of the Most High shall come upon you, shall overshadow you, and shall be with child. So Jesus was born by virtue of a spirit coming upon Mary meeting with Mary, dropping something in Mary. In fact, that one was kind of spiritual, physical, biological, in the sense that there's a spiritual dimension, there's a physical dimension. Of course, she had a protruding belly, I must believe. Amen. Yes, now. Because therefore, Joseph to want to run away. Just discovered the lady that I've always known, that said yes to my proposal with a flat belly, suddenly having cancer of the stomach. <laughs> Amen. And then you began to wonder, Kilo Shelley, and wanted to put her away secretly. So actually she was pregnant. And no man knew her. So definitely God's spirit came in and did something that was physical and biological and spiritual all together at the same time. And Jesus Christ came from that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that same spirit dwells in you. Hallelujah. You meet together every day. You know. It communes with you. It interacts with you. I was in Genesis chapter 4 verse 1 that and Adam knew Eve. And they gave back to Cain. And the same word no there is, if you check the Hebrew, it has a lot to do with, you know, coming together in what in modern day we call intercourse. Amen. So Adam had an intercourse with Eve. And then they gave back to Cain. Just like God had an intercourse with you. And they gave back to something. But I was going to say something the other time that, you know, Bible called us dust. That we came from dust and go back to dust. I would say he made you know, an image talking about God and the creation and paraphrasing. 
and he breathed into that thing he made from the dust of the ground. The Bible says man became a living soul. Amen. So we are actually like, as it were, we want to view it from the biological perspective, a seed is planted into the soil. We ourselves, we are, as it were, a soil for a seed to be planted in. And very many times when the Bible talks about seed, talking about the parable of the sower, the Bible says, and the seed is the word of God. Amen. 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 Now we are carriers of words. We are speaking spirits. But the major reason why we are speaking spirits is also because we are listening spirits. Amen. We are spirits. We have a soul. We dwell in a body. Amen. You are a spirit majorly. So everybody around here, we are just um, spirits. But we are not just spirits. We are speaking spirits. And we can also hear in our spirits. So we are listening spirits as well. So the whole idea of you becoming pregnant is because one word came from somewhere into that your soul, which is your spirit. Amen. Amen. And you carry that word. Now, the, the, the aim of this message is, of course, is thanking God that you are pregnant. I want you to know why you want to thank God that you are pregnant. And I want you to make sure it's the right kind of pregnancy. Amen. Right kind of pregnancy. There was a time in my church, just recent, recently, not so long ago, I think last year, you know, there was this girl that was, I think, a year ahead of me in secondary school. And I was in church that day. And they were doing an announcement after announcement. So it was time for a testimony. And one woman came out and said that, give back. And I was like, ah. and everybody stood up and they were happy, they were rejoicing. And something was boiling inside of me. Someone that you should flog. <laughs> we're getting pregnant without going to university. And we are happy. But when I just got the light, probably why people for this message that, irrespective of how pregnancy comes. God respects it. Amen. Even if you were raped and you became pregnant, God respects that seed. God was not happy with the fact that you were raped. He was not happy with the fact that they, um, with the rapist or something. But at least a seed is coming. And God sees that as you know another solution to some problems of the world is coming. Amen. So God respects that seed so much. Irrespective of how it happened. Amen. So I want to make sure it's the right kind of seed. You get to understand what I'm saying in, in just a few minutes. So that you can actually thank God that you're pregnant. And then you can do what you have to do to ensure that you have a safe delivery. Amen. There is a even for us. You know, many of us are through finalists and are feeling like graduates. Glory to God. But you carry something. Amen. You carry something. There are some symptoms you've been having recently that you can't explain. The only reason for it is because you're pregnant. Amen. You know, when a lady is pregnant or a woman, whichever way, I think one of the things that they know is that they stop menstruating. Amen. The reverse called it unkanejo. That thing will stop. That means um, there is a visitor that comes every month that stops to come. Hallelujah. Now, some of you have had some inflows, as in maybe sources of income prior to this time, and all of a sudden, the source just ceased. And then you are just wondering, oh God, why are you doing this? No, you should be thanking God that the source ceased because it's a sign that you are pregnant. Hallelujah. You know, some of you lost things that were dead to you. You misplaced the laptop. You you misplaced someone close to your heart or something. And you are just, you want to cry. You want to be like, God, why is this happening now? It's just a sign that you are pregnant. Hallelujah. You, you feel tired sometimes and you want to wonder about life that, you know, pregnant people go weak. Hallelujah. There are times they just, um, 
They don't even understand how they are feeling. Maybe the same feeling I'm having now. You don't understand how I'm feeling. Hallelujah. It's because I'm pregnant. Hallelujah. You know, there are times people just favor you undeservedly, as in, you just get some things that naturally you know you don't deserve this thing. Have you, have you ever experienced, I don't know, but when people see pregnant women, actually those that with their protruding belly, they still go to the market to sell things and all that. You know, some people just look at them and they have pity on them. This woman. Some people will fake it for the sake of that favor. They will go with, put things there and start selling and everything. They even back one at the back. Like, who can, who can have mercy on them and be like, I have a mirror, I to baby to one, to one, and everything. Amen. One of the reasons why you've received those favors is because you are pregnant. Hallelujah. You might not be able to explain it. The reason why you are happy sometimes, you know, at times I get so happy and I search deep within my spirit and I think that why exactly I'm happy, I can't. It's just one reason. It's because you know there is a day of delivery coming ahead and you are happy. It's because you are pregnant. Hallelujah. And I want you to just come to that point where you know that you'll be conscious. You know, some people are pregnant and they don't know it. Is it possible physically? Maybe. Hallelujah. I think medically, by 12 to 14 weeks, if you are pregnant, you should have known. Amen. Amen. That's medically. But spiritually speaking, many of us are carrying things and we don't know. Some words have been dropped ahead of this time into our spirits and they remain dormant. They are not developing. Why? Because we have not enrolled ourselves in the Hantinata of the Spirit School of Ministry and get what God is saying about that pregnancy and do what we have to do so that we can deliver right now. Amen. So the kind of pregnancy I'm talking about now is not a one-time thing. You get pregnant again and again. There are times you get pregnant with a vision, a short-term vision, and you see it realized. There are times you get pregnant with a long-term vision, and one day, one day, you see it realized. But one thing I'm sure of is that the Lord has sent words into our spirits, respectively. Something He actually wants us to thank Him for. But you can't even thank Him, because you don't know that there is one word you're carrying. Or maybe it's not connected rightly to the source. And find out or squeeze out the juice in that word and do what is meant for you to do to get to where you are meant to get to. Hallelujah. Tell anyone I'm pregnant. Now say it like you are happy. You are pregnant. You're not shameful that you are pregnant. It's it's not a theme of shame. You know, sometimes you just want to hide some things about yourself, maybe some things about your past or, or, or so. You know, it happens to every pregnant woman. At some point, they still want to. I did they want to wear some kind of clothes until a time when that baby says no say at least thing has to show <laughs> to the world that something is happening the reason why you wanted to hide is because you are pregnant some people are like ah. i was speaking to someone recently and the person was am i in choice committee <laughs> and he said please don't carry <laughs> i told the president <laughs> hallelujah but the reason why you want to hide and you don't want to be carried is because you are pregnant. And God actually needs that pregnancy. He wants it to be delivered so that some people can come and some people will hit on your neighbor's ceremony. Don't you know that food is a ministration to somebody somewhere? Hallelujah. The Lord needs you. And the Lord has put something in you. You are pregnant. And be aware of it. Amen. What's for? Hallelujah. Okay. Um, let's go to... First John chapter five. 
Verse 4 says that whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Amen. Whatsoever is born of who? Of God. That means that pregnancy you carry in as much as it is God's. In as much as it is God's divine sperm that gave rise to that thing. It's going to prosper. It's going to be something that if you can see the picture of the hand from the now, you want to rejoice yourself. You want to be happy. Wow. Time is fast when. Hallelujah. You want to, there's a part of it that wants to bubble forth with great joy. Because. Hallelujah. The sky is the limit to God's pregnancy, as in the efficacy of God's pregnancy when it's delivered. Hallelujah. I just want you to come to this point where you understand your pregnancy rights. Amen. When I say rights, I mean R-I-T-E-S. And that's that's where actually I want us to dwell on. On the things that you need to do because you are pregnant. You know, there are lots of complications that happen to people when they are pregnant. But if only some of them are taking the right steps, if only they had um, come to that point where they actually, first of all, know. Of course, before you can start treating yourself like a pregnant woman or a pregnant man, you should know. So one of the reasons why many pregnancies are led to miscarriages is because the woman carrying the baby was not conscious of something she should be doing. Hallelujah. And I want you to come to that place where you will know the things that you are meant to be doing. It's not something I can begin to tell you as principles. It's something you get from the giver of that seed. Hallelujah. It's something you get in your closet. It's something you go back to God. You impregnated me. Explain this whole pregnancy thing. If it were to be physical pregnancy, we know, okay, in nine months' time, I'm, I'm delivering. But this time is not, it varies. Hallelujah. It depends on the kind of seed he has deposited in you. And if you don't find out what that is, then it becomes very difficult for you to operate with the timetable of the Spirit and get what exactly God wants you to get and deliver just on time. Amen. Almost to Judges chapter 13, verse 5 to 7. Judges chapter 13. I think that might be the last scripture of the opening. Judges chapter 13. I'll read verse 5 to 7. I think it's have an idea what I'm talking about. I'll read from chapter 5. Are we there? Joshua 5. Amen. Judges. Judges chapter 13 verse 5 to 7 says, For behold, you shall become pregnant and bear a son. No result shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from birth. And he shall, be, he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hands of the Philistines. Then the woman went and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his face was like the face of the angel of God, to be greatly and reverently feared. I did not ask him from where he came, and did not tell me his name. But verse 7 says, He said to me, Behold, you shall become pregnant and be a son. And now, drink no wine or strong drink, and eat nothing unclean. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from birth to the day of his death. In verse 5, there was some things that the angel made known about the son. He said, No result shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from birth, and he shall begin to deliver Israel. Blah, blah, blah. And then in verse 7, it says, But he said to me, now to the woman, Drink no wine or strong drink, and eat nothing unclean. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from birth to the day of his death. So there is a word to God, from God to you about the seed you carry. And there is a word to you from God about that seed. There is something God wants you to do about that seed. And there is something God wants about that seed itself to do when it's eventually fulfilled. Amen. Amen. There, there, there is a clear, clear, if you will tap into 
you know, thank God for enlightened eyes and all that, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. If you tap into what God is actually saying, you get a picture into what God wants you to do about that seed that you carry. How God wants you to live prior to the time of delivery. How God wants you to live during the delivery. And how God wants you to live after the delivery. And even the delivery itself, the things that God will have to show forth from, the, from it to the world, the things that God will have to do through that seed, the Lord will make known to you so that eventually when the thing comes, you will know what you should be doing. Thank God you are pregnant, fine. But are you actually acting like you are pregnant with that thing? Because that thing varies for everybody. But the secret is a word came. We are, we are so, so sensitive to words. That's why a woman will wake up in the morning and get so angry with his child and curse the child. And that curse shall, shall stay. Because the spirit, there's a spirit in the child that is only responsive to words. And once it picks the words and it incorporates it into itself, the word will work. That's why many times confession works for some people, even when they don't really, really have so much understanding about faith. Because every word we speak, there are holy spirits around picking it and doing different things with those words. So somehow, somewhere, maybe you were watching a movie or something, or you were doing something, or maybe you were praying, and a word came to your spirit. That's how the whole dream began. That's how the whole pregnancy started. And what did God say about that word? And what will God have you do so that that word can come forth? And what will He have you do so that you can get that word to become what exactly it should be? And all flesh will sit together. For the mouth of the Lord, words has spoken it. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me just tell you some complications that happen during pregnancy and uh, link it to what we've been talking about. Maybe that's where I ran up. One of the first uh, major complications is some genetic problems. Amen. Some things that has to do with your gene. Hallelujah. I don't know how to explain genetics to us, but there's, a, there's something in you that makes you you. Hallelujah. There's something in you that makes you you. Now, Many times we get that thing in us from our parents. We inherit some of them. That's the word. So if what you are inheriting, of course, when a man and a woman comes together and the man is dropping the sperm cell, the woman is dropping the egg and there's a fertilization, the two of them are mixing some things together in that newborn baby. Hallelujah. Or in that to become baby. And everything that that baby is going to be is a function of the man, what the man dropped, and what the woman dropped. So if you have not gotten the word from God himself, you know some of us are carrying some pregnancies around that are not God's. That's where I'm going. It's not a word from God that battered it. Maybe it's just a word from your flesh. Maybe I just I want to set out on this project so that some men can know that there is a boy here. I want to do this so that this can be. Is it that God spoke? Or is it that... Um, you felt like, or is it that uh, you saw someone do it and you want to imitate? Hallelujah. Amen. Search your spirit and really want to know why am I doing this? Because um, God will not give you provisions for a vision he has not given. Hallelujah. So who is responsible for that thing? That's one of the first things you have to settle. There was this joke I was reading recently about you know, two people, a, a pregnant woman and the husband, they went to see the doctor. And um, you know they were happy they were having that should be their first child. 
and they're so happy and they were talking to the doctor and everything. And doctor was like, okay, got to a time the woman was asking, how painful is it going to be and all that, bearing a baby and in your womb for nine months and then delivering and everything. And the doctor was like, ah, it's going to be painful and everything. And the doctor now said, but there's one thing, I don't know if a guy would accept, that we just discovered in matching that it can help you share the pains. Hallelujah. <laughs> I can help you share the pains. You will bore a part of the pain. All you will do is you just carry the baby in you. But the pains that you are meant to be feeling, you'll be feeling it based on how you want to agree to distribute it and all that. And they were like, ah, that would be a good idea. The man was like, I love my wife. I'm ready to do everything and everything and all that. And the doctor was like, okay, there's no problem. They went into the laboratory. And um, they said we should start with 10% for the man because he has not felt such pain before. They don't know what could happen and all that. And um, they set the thing up and put it in 10%. And the man was like, I'm not feeling anything. Still okay. I'm strong. <laughs> Amen. And they were like, okay, increase to 20. And they increased it to 20. And I was still like, the strength is still there. I'm not feeling anything and all that. And they were like, let's share 50-50. And they gave the man 50. And I was still like, I'm still just myself, I'm bouncing and everything. The doctor was like, ah, you must be a very strong man and all that. And I said, I'm very strong and everything. And I love my wife. That is actually the secret is love and everything. That, and all that. The man was like, ah, because I expect by now you should be shaking and all that. I said, I'm strong. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me and everything. And the man was like, in fact, let me take a leap of it. Give me the whole 100%. Let her just carry the pregnancy and all that. And they gave the man the whole 100%. And I was still strong and bouncing. I know that the doctor was amazed. Ah, you are a very, very strong man. But when they got to, they discovered the gate man had died. <laughs> Which actually meant that it was the gate man who owned the pregnancy, not the man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, glory to God. Amen. That means in the first instance, there's not been the man that owned that baby. That's where I'm going. Are you sure you are carrying a seed from God? Hallelujah. Stop laughing. <laughs> Amen. Another problem with pregnancy is, is uh, I know medical students will understand this. There's something called ectopic pregnancy. Hallelujah. Somebody said, yeah. You said, yeah. Okay, so what's the meaning of ectopic pregnancy? I'm sure she knows. She has a medical sister, as a medical student, as a sister, so she should know. When the baby forms, not in the womb, in the womb, but in the fallopian tube. Hallelujah. See, <laughs> Amen. Not necessarily in the fallopian tube, but when the implantation is not done in the womb, but any other place, maybe in the fallopian tube, or, and you can imagine how it's going to be carrying a baby inside your fallopian tube. That's disastrous. That's actually one of the things that causes maternal deaths in the world. Now, very many of us, you know, I said before that we have spirit, hallelujah, and the word is coming to our spirit. But many of us, we have just, we've not allowed the word to actually stay and mingle with our spirit. We've just taken the words to our head. That is an ectopic, ectopic pregnancy, hallelujah. You know, some of us quote scripture so much from our head. They've not gotten into our hearts. They've not gotten into our spirit, man. They've not gotten into that part of us that would them. Um, actually give it the nutrients that it needs to be who we are meant to be. Amen. Many of us are just, um, you know, we just speak many things. They are not coming from there. Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks it. That's the ideal. But there are many things we do that they are coming from our head. We've developed them there. We can reason it out. We can, 
you can just you know strategize and do everything but there is no touch of the spirit there is no influence of the spirit in him the Bible says there is a spirit in man the inspiration of the almighty gives him understanding hallelujah so let that let whatever pregnancy you are carrying let it be such that you know one it's from god and then it has come to settle where you settle in the depths of your heart in the depths of your spirit where it can re receive the nourishment it needs to germinate and grow and become the reality that you want to see hallelujah amen amen, amen. amen. have any other complications that happen during pregnancy i want to go i have a very short time to leave um there's, there's something called heart disease there's um hypertensive disorder of pregnancy there's something called gestational diabetes and all that and all that and all that and all those things could actually have um, spiritual implications amen but the, the the basis of the message is simple you want to thank god you are pregnant right fine but why who made you pregnant god are you sure it's god yes and then um, what is it telling you to do because of that pregnancy you carry because of that seed in you and what is he saying about that seed itself when it shall come forth hallelujah now, Rebecca went to God when those twins were always struggling in her womb. God had a word for her. God had a word about the babies. Hallelujah. Amen. Go to God with that pregnancy. There are times you just feel and you don't understand, like I said. Go back to the man that made you pregnant. He won't deny it. It's not man that you should lie. Neither is he the son of man that you should repent. He's not ashamed to make you pregnant. In fact, he wants to show you to the world that you are carrying his baby. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lastly, let's open to Genesis chapter 16, verse 4. And I'll show you a, a temptation or a tendency that could come to people that are proud, I mean that are pregnant. A, a, a tendency for pregnant people. You may not understand, but at least in the context of this woman in the question or in the verse we're going to be reading, you will understand. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 16, verse 4, four. I'm reading from Good News Bible. The Bible says, Abraham had intercourse with Eka, and she became pregnant. When she found out that she was pregnant, she became proud and despised Sarah. She became proud and despised Sarah. Sincerely, if you could catch a glimpse into what you carry, if every woman on earth, every pregnant woman could get to this point where they could hear what God is saying about the baby they carry, irrespective of how that pregnancy came about. Sincerely, it's something that would want to make you, you know, you feel important by force. It's, it's normal. It's natural. Because one, you've gotten access into an information that nobody knows. Amen. You know how you feel when you know something that everybody else don't know. You know, the confidence of people are when they walk into exam hall. One of the strategies that people use when they read this, they assume as they are reading and they are getting that thing, they assume, I'm the only one that knows this thing. I'm the only one that knows it. No, sincerely, it's a formula that works. You just want to, so that you can have that confidence that I know what my mates do not know. And you go into the exam with confidence and you come out flying. Hallelujah. The, the, the secret behind that is, you know, it's, it gives you a confidence. But why you need this confidence and not pride? Eka here became pregnant and she was like, I have what others do not have. I have what Sarah did not have. And she despised her. Hallelujah. We know what became of the pregnancy. And we know what is, of course, that's one of the things that is still causing the things that are happening in the world today. Hallelujah. Because somebody was pregnant and became proud. Maybe she was even never meant to have been pregnant. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's, it's a tendency, sincerely, brothers. 
Because I'm trusting God, thank God for enlightened eyes and all that. I'm trusting God for God, God will begin to tell you things about the things on your inside. He'll begin to show you things about the places you're going. He'll begin to tell you things about, especially to finalize, begin to tell you things about time after now and all that. And uh, if you are not careful, and you will want to be proud. If you are not careful, you want to be like, um, you are the only one that has this. But the reason why he's making you pregnant is not to make you proud. He said he wants the whole world to see and give him the glory. So it's his child. It's not your child, literally. Whatever you are giving birth, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world is for him. Bible says, for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and they were created. It's not for you. Fine, in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy in his right hand there are treasures forevermore. You are enjoying that pleasure because you stay there. And you are giving back to those things that are giving him pleasure. You are only enjoying the pleasure that he gets from the things he has given you to give him back. Because he owns everything, including you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's rise to our feet. Tell anybody, thank God I'm pregnant. Amen. Now say it more meaningfully. Thank God I'm pregnant. I want you to just close your eyes and lift up your hands to God. And try to connect to God right now. Right from this minute, the Lord is going to begin to show you things. Thank God for the outreach we're going into. It's going to be a, a spiritual training ground for many people. It's going to be a, a wonderful time. I can say that again and again. Come and be a part of what God is doing. And then um, you begin to see things that God wants to do and wants to do through you. You begin to carry pregnancies that only, God, only God's grace can help you to deliver them. And so you trust in that same God. Now begin to speak to God about the things on your inside. You can start by thanking him for those times you can't even, you know, those times you've worked in, in secret and all that because you're like, should people know that I have this? No, don't be ashamed about it. Thank God for it. It's because you're pregnant. It's because there's a future. It's because there's a hope ahead of this time. It's because God is set to do something through you. It's because he once gave you as a pregnancy to your parents. And he was happy about it then because he was like, he knew you are coming to the heart to make a change. You are coming to the heart to make a difference. Now he's putting in you lots of such things again. Some are carrying twins, some are carrying triplets on their inside. The Lord wants to teach you. He wants to teach your heart to one, know that you carry seed and then see what he will have you do with those seeds. Even when you get out there into the world. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. I wish you had prayed that prayer more seriously. It's a prayer about life. It's a prayer about your destiny. It's a prayer about the reason why you are here. If you have worked all the works and at the end of that day, it says, I don't know you. It's, it's not because of any other reason other than the fact that you never knew he gave you a seed. And maybe you aborted the pregnancy. One of the serious things God eats or that God despises is abortion irrespective of how the baby came about. You have no right to abort it. Because he knew when the fertilization occurred. He made the fertilization to occur. And God will be mad at you if you will abort that thing he has put inside of him. 
So why not talk to God to make you see, to open the eyes of your heart, that you can see why, why you carry what you carry, and how to live, to deliver what you carry to the glory of God. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh will see it, for God has spoken a word, his mouth has said it to your spirit, and it has gotten implanted in your heart, not in your head. Thank you, Spirit of God. We shall know Satan. We shall know Satan. We shall know Satan. We shall know Satan. We shall know Satan.